Welcome to the Tahi today, Thursday, the 7th of September 2023. Just in case we got one year was Happy Tongan Language Week. Again, Malo Lele, a great way to phrase the beginning of a sentence as a greeting. Um, another great one, Fefe Hake, as we went over. And in response to that, you'd say, Saipe. Yeah, how's the week been so far, Evie? Uh, pretty good. I'm um, pretty tired. You know, it's that, that time of year where you're just like, oh, can you just wake me up when September ends, bro? Like, it's oh. a lot going on. Um, but now nah, I'm all good. Weather's getting better. Mm. You know, it is what it is. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't here yesterday, so yeah, it's like it's it's been a busy week. Um, there's man, we've had so like it's a good problem, but we've had so many artists who've been trying to get on the show and cram into the last couple shows. Like it's kind of sick. We've got a really special lineup uh, today. Very special. Why Mirirangi's first ever interview on the show? Yay! Oh, scocks! <laughs> uh, who'd she catch up with? Uh, Della Stripe. So they're a band from um, Ototahi Christchurch, had a new song out. Um, I'm sure that we'll find out even more from Waimarirangi herself, right about is it, is, is it now? Oh, is it now? Is, is it, it now? Bit? Somebody look at the work. Oh, no, it's not now. I think it's later. It's in a bit. It's in a bit. We, we, we got, production, look, look, note. production note. Production note. Look, we actually have something that unfortunately is more important than Waimarirangi's first interview. Yeah, it's the election. Ugh. 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 I know. I know. We know. We're You're with like, you. oh my god, billboards, they follow me. When I walk past them, it looks like the eyes are following me. And now I'm tuning into the tie and it's here. Yes. Yeah, it's like, leave me alone. I get it. We're with you. It's like the election it, it, look, can be really overwhelming. It only happens every few years. So there is that saving grace. And it's also just unfathomably important. It's astronomically important that you vote. All right. 100%. And look, our goal here is not to talk about the election all day, every day, because neither of us want to do that, both personally and professionally. So we figured the easiest way to sort of keep you informed, keep ourselves informed, and make sure we know what's going on is to continue to just share those like headlines with you, Hmm. little political roundup um, over the last week. What's happened in the election? Amen. Amen. What is happening? Well, I'm about to tell you. So the top stories over the last week uh, to do with the election is National unveiled its tax plan, uh, where they plan to introduce new taxes on foreign property buyers, offshore online gambling, um, and user-paid immigration levies to pay for its tax cuts. So that's sort of the idea of when you go to another country and you have to purchase a visa, Mm. that sort of thing we brought in. Uh, Labour kicked off a campaign with free dental care promise for under-30s. They say once in place it would cover about 800,000 more New Zealanders. Mm -hmm. Then we had uh, the Green Party promised a 750 million dollar fund to protect towns and cities from flooding. Mm. That was their big year over the last week. They also said it would empower communities and create jobs involved in restoring and protecting nature in towns and cities. I like that they specifically said towns and cities. Mm. I also my favorite part of that story was when um, it first rolled out. Somebody had a typo and didn't put the million in. Oh, and just 750. Like, and I was like. 
Wait, they're only putting in seven hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> so confused when That's I read like, the headline. <laughs> I was very like, me solving a problem. I'm like, give them seven hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. Like that'll so climate conf- change done. I like I solved it. So confused when that rolled out, but they have amended the typo. It's not seven hundred and fifty dollars. Seven hundred and fifty million, and that is the Greens policy. What else do we have? Uh, Labor has ruled out working with NZ first. Mm-hmm. Why? And you know what? I think that the quote on it is hilarious, mm. regardless of what you think. Uh, the Labour leader, Chris Hipkins, current current Prime Minister Chippy, he described NZ First as a force for instability and chaos. And NZ First has become a party more interested in toilets than the issues that matter, which I just think, hilarious way to announce that you don't want to work with someone. Yeah. No, they keep talking about toilets. I don't like them. Yeah, I think it's great. Yeah, it, it, like, like in terms of regardless where I think you fall on politics... It's kind of funny, right? It's a funny thing to say. It's a hilarious thing to say. Also, just a politician saying the word toilet. It's kind of crack up. Using (laughs) the word chaos in parliament is just, to me, it's just like, we're up in the ante. Chaos. Yeah, yeah. Chaos. What else do we have, Evie? Uh, Act Party uh, launched a new energy proposal, um, and they would plan to remove um, Te Mano or Te Wai. So they say that removing uh, Tangata Whenua from fresh water management would speed up the consent process. So that's their big announcement of the week. Those are sort of your key key headlines. Um, yeah. And our oh, National also uh, confirmed it would reinstate 90-day trials. So mm. when you get a new job, you've got 90 days that they can just fire you. If they don't like mm. you, they don't have to keep you. So they would bring that back. Mm. I don't know if you remember 90-day trials. You ever get on one of those and then, then oh, get my, fired? My, my sister got... My sister got a job straight out of, uh, like, she did a hairdressing. Oh, yeah. And her first job hairdressing, day 89, she got fired, and then it turned out they were just using her to fill in for someone who was on maternity leave. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, Crazy. so, um, you know, I worked at court. a um, unnamed call centre for an unnamed uh, telecommunications company. Mm. And um, was I good at that job? Absolutely not. Mm. Did I show up on time? Absolutely not. Mm. But then at uh, 89 days, I was shocked to find out that they weren't going to keep me on after I had had about 10 sick days um, (laughs) and was constantly on a bathroom break. I I didn't like the job. I didn't like it. I was bad at it. It wasn't fun. People yelled at me on the phone. I Mm. yelled back, and that's not what they Mm. need you to do. It's not what they want from you. So So that's on me. Although although 90-day trial periods suck for you, they were great for your employer. Well, it might have been. you got to remember that. Right? It really depends who you ask. And, uh, I mean, on any on any political thing that we say on here, any piece of information, depends who you ask what the spin is. But yeah, exactly. if you want a neutral spin and you just want to know what the facts are and don't want anyone's opinion, much like we don't want anyone's opinion, uh, go on rnz.co.nz. There's a lot of different tools there for your election 2023. You've got the Guide to Party Policy, which is a simplified guide updated every week. Um, there's also RNZ Chinese Guide to Party Policy, which is... Same thing, but in other languages. And then uh, always, of course, the latest political polling, campaign finances, social media targeting, and more on rnz.co.nz. Make sure you check that out. And don't forget, if you aren't enrolled to vote, you still have time to. You can enroll right on up until Election Day. You can enroll on Election Day. Yeah, you can enroll on You can on show up and be and like, vote. oh, I want to vote now, and they will let you vote. Yeah. But the easiest thing, just go online, type in enroll to vote. You can do it all online. Mm. Just It takes like two minutes. Just vote, I swear. Just please do it. Make sure you get enrolled to vote. Cast your vote. Your vote counts. It is valuable. Make sure you use it. It is your fundamental God-given right to have one. Not everyone gets to have one, but you should be lucky to use it. T. Today on the show, we're very lucky to have our wonderful guest, Hinari Ka, with us from Dillistrate. Kia ora, Hinari. How are you? 
Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Fresh. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. good. Good answer. Um, this is actually your first time on our show, isn't it? So yep. for people who might not know, tell us a little bit about who you are, who Dillustrate are. Dillustrate, we're a, a five-piece duo from Watsutake Christchurch. We're predominantly, well, we're predominantly a, a live act. We've been touring for, for a while now. Love Waiata Māori and mm. this whole new journey of... Um, Composing with such awesome acts such as Tikitani, which is on the single, and it's kind of quite an overwhelming morning already. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, on release day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How did you um? How did you guys come up with the name Dillustrate? We came up with the name Dillustrate so every time I got asked, I could change the story. I, c- I don't actually know. It just sounded oh, yeah. cool at the time. We were trying to create the music and a touring outfit to see if it actually was viable or it worked. Um, to see if we could do it differently to how others, how we've done it in the past and how yeah. others were doing it. Yeah, it kind of like amalgamated out of a few different names. We were the Dillustrators. Mm. Oh, we just thought it sounded cool. There was an element where people were like, you know, you, Dilla sounds like, you know, the obvious name. <laughs> you know, we were like, sure. Yeah. But Dillustrators become its own thing. The name is stuck. It's a it's a cool name because it's uh, <laughs> it's been spelt like every way possible. Oh, yeah, really? Of. Yeah, do straight. <laughs> <laughs> Dilly Straight, Dillistrato. Okay. Yeah. So there's options. Yeah. Yeah. Which is cool. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And how did you personally like get into music? Where did it all start for you? I started uh, when I at the end of high school. Yeah, I was a drummer, and then I met Tim at uh, university or at the jazz school. Oh yeah. And um, been a been a been a ride since. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And so your new Waiata Kotato Te Ahi. Mm-hmm. So that's out now. It's got such a great feel, by the way. I had a little listen. Tell us a little bit about this waiata. So called Tata Tiahi, obviously We Are The Fire. Okay. It's a song written um, in tribute to mana whenua of, of Christchurch, or of, of Waitaha, of Ōtautahi, because, um, like, it's been a pretty rough decade or so down there. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, and it's been a, been a rough few years for everyone, but it just seems that, you know, the vibe down there, everyone keep, seems to bounce back pretty fast mm. and everything's growing. The The city's growing, the, the wairu is growing down there and because we're the only te waipanu, well, are we the only representatives from te waipanu on the white anthems? I'm not sure, but we are definitely the ones from Waitaha. Yeah. And the song's there to promote and to, you know, like inspire um, specifically, uh, you know, there's so many um, talented young rangatahi down there who write incredible music and perform mm. incredible music. So hopefully they can see this and be like, yo, that's what I want to do. Yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm actually, bo- I was born in Ōtautahi and my whānau's based there. So it's yes. awesome for, I know for them, like it's awesome for people down there to have yeah, a band like you guys who are promoting, uplifting that community. Um, and I also saw that the music video, which is beautiful, by the way, it was filmed in like a, in a marae. Yep. Um, what inspired you guys to film there? Um, well, it's kind of where it all started for me. I went to Aranui High School in the area. Oh, yeah, my sister went there. Yeah. <laughs> and um, just the, the, I can't actually put it into words, the vibe of being back in the building after yeah. spending, you know, every week there for all my years at school, at high school. It was a no-brainer and, you know, Tiki and his whanau having so much to do with that, the, um, with the area as well. Yeah, we wanted to do it different. The drum and bass world is, is very loud, and it's um, a collaborative idea to try something different yeah. and to go into it and record live drum and bass in the, yeah. in, in the whanau, yeah. you know, and I'm so stoked that it worked. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. And you touched on it a little bit because, yeah, the whanau being quite a, 
I guess like a tapu sacred place. Mm-hmm. Did it have a different feel performing there compared to some other places? That I've never performed? had I've never had the vibe like wow. it. It was like Tiki mentioned this funny like mentioned something interesting about it's like the Farunui wanted us in there. The yeah. vibe was you know it's a very ambitious idea, you know made out of impulse. Mm. <laughs> oh, let's do it in the Farunui. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know we did everything. Um, properly, you know, we um, we corridored with the runanga. We, um, you know, did visits. We did uh, back and forth talks. You know, we we they were involved in the entire process. Oh, cool! Um, because it is like you said, it is tapu. Yeah. Um, and everything was taken into consideration yeah. when we did it. But we're so glad we did because the day couldn't have. I don't think I've ever been in a better setting. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah that's awesome, and it actually really shows through the video as well. Like oh, thank everyone. You. You can tell that everyone's like, toe is the word in te reo Māori, like settled, mm-hmm. you know? Everyone feels quite settled in that space and it does look like you felt in place, if that's mm-hmm. the right way to say it, like you belong there and um, yeah, the whare obviously yeah, made you guys feel very welcomed mm-hmm. as well. Oh, it did, um, yeah. And your band's been recognised as well for your guys' commitment to uplo- um, uplift Māori. And I'm all about that, if you can't tell already. <laughs> um, and we've seen, and we've just talked a little bit about some ways you guys have done that. So yeah, how do you guys go about doing that? Is there, have you noticed much support um, within the music industry when it comes to advocating for Māori? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. There's a huge community for it. Like oh, cool. I do mahi, well, I'm actually up here at the moment for um, a show tomorrow night, Tuatangata, with um, the 5am crew with uh, oh, yes. Rory Noble. Um, I've been doing mahi with him now for over like 15 months and yeah huge like just drive and um, push for promoting and educating rangatahi and you know the mahi that especially um, Rory and his brothers are doing along with uh, what Dame Hinewehi Mohi has done and what is still doing and yeah if you look at it the the top tier acts predominantly Māori yeah you know I mean uh, yeah 660 oh. LAB yeah um, there is huge support for it yeah. it's, um, uh, it's actually funny this, this morning a friend of mine at breakfast said they come back from England after three years and just to see the drastic shift oh yeah and how and how fast we're running in that direction mm. now that the country's realising that you know what is good for Māori is actually good for everyone. Yeah, yeah, there's huge support. Yeah, that's awesome. And where there's not support, it's up for us to, up to us to create it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. Now, yeah, it is a really exciting time in Aotearoa. There is, it's great to hear that you've found as well that there is support for that. And I think it is exciting because it's going to just get better. Like, 100%. <laughs> we're going to be yeah. seeing a lot more of that. Mm-hmm. And something else that I saw that you personally an advocate for is ADHD awareness mm-hmm. is that right yeah mm-hmm. so why I, I personally I do know some people in my own life with ADHD so I really respect that co-papa of yours trying mm-hmm. to raise awareness and talk about it more mm-hmm. why is it important to you to share the word about it I'm a firm believer in whatever makes you feel comfortable in your own skin you should have no problem doing it you want to identify as who you want to be you want to showcase the things that uh, make you who you are, everyone's different. And for me, ADHD is, well, if you look at the actual research and everything that comes comes of why um, why this, this there is a thing called ADHD, mm. it's, it's an absolute blessing. I feel so stoked 
And I every time I meet someone who goes, oh, yeah, I've been diagnosed, I'm like, aren't you lucky? Like, <laughs> superpower. What an absolute superpower. Mm. Yeah, it's um, combining it with my passion and um, using it as a passion to to drive everything I do. I just have to be myself. Mm. Like, isn't that what we're meant to do? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And that's, um, well, that's great advice as well for the tahi because we're all about rangatahi. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important for rangatahi to remember that, like, 100%. to be yourself. Yeah. yeah. Lastly, where can people find this waiata of yours? And a little bit more about what you guys might have coming up. Um, well, you can find the waiata everywhere. Yeah. Um, on your Spotify's. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> on your playlist when you add it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, when you like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you like it and when you share it. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, everywhere. Um, and what's next? So, yes, basically after this weekend, we're straight back into the studio to record the next waiata, which is which is um, fully in Te Reo Māori. Oh, cool. Yeah, so that's the journey. Wow. That's all in Te Reo Māori. We've got, some, uh, got an amazing... Um, Ma Tangareo, who's uh, very musical and very passionate as well, down in Ototai, Mr. Hemi Hoskins, and yeah, that's the drive we're in the um, in the works for uh, for writing new music in order to perform it at Cora Glen Tavern. Oh yeah, we're yeah. playing for the Nico Rhythm New Year's Festival. Oh cool! Yeah. Oh, that's exciting yeah. and awesome time to be getting into like doing a hundred percent Te Reo Māori Waita because we've actually got Te Reo Te Reo Māori coming up. In a couple of weeks, I think. Mm-hmm. So it's cool that I guess that will be your your own little whittle or challenge for you um, throughout that time. Yeah, working on that wiata. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love it. It's amazing. You know, being also being dyslexic, I've never had a problem spelling Maori words. Oh okay. Or s- pronunciation, you know. <laughs> it's just um, in the blood, in the bones, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Natural. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Beautiful. Oh. Good on you. Mm. Well, thank you so much for coming and having no, a week so all with us me. today. Yeah. Um, I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, and we're excited to hear um, this waiata you're going to be working on coming out in New Year's. And yeah, you heard you heard it Fana. Go and listen to Kotato Teahi everywhere. Give it a like and um, add it to your playlist. Kia ora. <laughs> Something that happens to me quite a lot is people will think they're complimenting me but they are actually insulting me or hurting my feelings or making me feel insecure in some way. Like, um, I like to wear a fun outfit, Lord knows, mm. you know. And, um, I, you know, I wear, the, I wear the tight dresses, you know, I do it all, wear the little heels, ready to go, you know. And people often will look at me and say to me, like, you're so confident. And they're looking yeah. at my outfit and they're like, you're so confident. And I know they're trying to, like, compliment me, but it's like, are you really trying to compliment me? Because I know what they I can read between the lines. They're like, oh, that's crazy that you're fat and still wear nice clothes. That's mm. confident of you. Mm. Ow. Like, ouchie. Yeah. Do you ever get any of those? Someone once said, um, a girl I was, like, chatting with years ago looked at me and said, um you're not traditionally handsome. Oh. <laughs> uh, what did you mean by that? <laughs> like, I was so... Like, this, this is how my dumb brain... This is my dumb male brain. It's just like, she called me handsome. Wait, wait, wait. There's a, there's a key word here. What do you mean by traditionally? And she was like, oh, you know, like like Brad Pitt's had a like, chiseled jawline. I was like, 
I, I, what do you want me to like, say to that? Am I like a goofy handsome? Like, I was like, ouch. <laughs> like immediately. Like, but like I still hold on to that. I was like, a girl called me handsome. So, yeah, it still counts. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> still I've counts. had a few times where people have met me in person and gone, oh my God, no, you're so, you're even better looking than I thought. Or like, you're even better looking in person. And I'm mm. like, is that one good? I don't know. I think that one's a good one. Because like, I think like, um, like, I mean, oh, I mean, they are kind of saying that you, like, look different online. But if they're saying that you look better in person, it's like, would you say, um, if you were talking to an artist, you'd say, you sound better live? You oh, sound even yeah. better live? That's a compliment, that, I think. I suppose that is a compliment. So I've been thinking about it, though, because, you know, when you have, like, a little argument and then you're driving home or in the shower oh, and you think of all the stuff you could have said everything. back? So I thought of some, um, I've got some good sort of comebacks that are... Um, insults but maybe they're hidden mm. or maybe they're not hidden maybe they're quite mm. obvious uh one that i would use on a uh, a girl would be mm. um you just you know being friendly and then you go have you ever thought about um getting lip fillers and they go no why and you're like oh no no reason no reason mm. no reason or um nice. so you you do your own eyebrows Ooh. is another really good one um, also one that I used in a darker time in my life mm. when I was a lot younger. Mm. Um, oh my gosh, you know what? You look amazing. That The muffin top look like most people can't pull it off, but you actually look good with it. Mm. That's another one. Now they're thinking they got a muffin top going. When, uh, whether they do or not is irrelevant. Uh, I see. Um, another I see. one is just like, um, oh, is the regrowth on purpose? Oof. Regrowth on, is that a part? Of, oh, okay. Oh, no, no, no. I just thought, yeah. Whatever. Um, yeah. You got any good ones? Nah, I just got fighting words. Yeah. Like if somebody, yeah. if somebody, if somebody was like, if somebody said something like that to me, I think my immediate response would be like, "Oh, yo, fuck, uh, you all good? You got a problem? Yeah. yeah. It would just be like, you all good? Like that would be. This is more used for people that are already doing it to you, so you know they're not gonna start yeah. swinging. Um. Yeah. I'm trying to think of. I definitely had some more like really good ones in high school. Uh, but Not, high school. Yeah. High, the thing is that to use them in high school might be acceptable. Use them at our age might be too grown for that. Type if of someone behavior, comes you know? up to me and starts being like, "You're so confident," I'll be like, "Oh, are you not? Are you mm. not confident? Is that my yeah. problem or your problem? I don't mm. know." But then that's when I'd pull out something like, "Oh, do you do you get your nails done?" And they go, oh, no. And I'm like, oh, you should try it. You go, just like little, little things. There was yeah. my favorite one ever, though. And I think about this all the time. And I still laugh about it to this day. It's the funniest thing. It happened like six years ago, maybe. Mm. And a friend of mine went to the gas station to purchase things that she needed at the gas station. Nice. And a man came up to her very friendly. And he's like, oh, you look like Adele. <laughs> but the thing is, this girl doesn't look a thing like Adele. She's like goth. She's brown, not even the same race as Adele. She's just like a bit chubby and had dyed hair. It wasn't even blonde. Like, it wasn't even Adele color. It just mm. had like little blonde bits in it. Mm. And this guy's like, you look like Adele. And I lost my shit because it's like, she doesn't look like Adele. You're just trying to find a way to be like, you know what? You're fat, but you look good. And you couldn't in your brain find a way to say you it. Just so you're like, you look like the, 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 the famous good looking fat lady. You mm. look like her. It's like the funniest thing. That's ever happened. I think about it all the time. You know, something that I, I will say is like really funny is like when you come from like non-Western culture, like like PIs, like um, I watch them make fun of skinny people all the time. Like my auntie, my auntie would be like, I, I watched my auntie <laughs> to one of my cousins 
One of my cousin's partners wore a bikini at the beach and my auntie was like, oh, look at this skinny bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was like, hey, you can't say that. Like, because like, like, it's like, it's almost like culturally big is beautiful. So like, it's just so funny that like Western culture, it's like this weird opposite. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's just fun. I hate, I hate it though. Because like if when I go see my auntie, she's like, oh, you've gone fat. And I'm like, oh, okay, thanks auntie. It's good to see you too. <laughs> how's, how's your second marriage going? It's the, that, see, that was a good one. That was a good oh, one. That was how's a, your second marriage that going? Is That's a, a really ah, good one. Okay, I'm figuring it out. Yeah, you're yeah. getting it. You're getting yeah, it. You're getting right. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another one just uh, for, for for your situation, mm. older woman in your mm. life. You can go, I should not really a guy who can get on those grades for you. Let me give you his number. Oh, that's so... Um, it's always got to be... You've got to try and make it like a confidence or something you're pretending mm. to help them with mm. so that they can't, like... I mean, it's obviously nasty. I'm teaching people how to be mean, but it's to defend yourself from people being mean to you. Never pull the first shot. Wait for them to do it. I'm going to throw one more into the ring. Um, my, when when I was young and living in Samoa, um, I was like 16 and my Uncle Billy uh, shaves his head and every time we'd get haircuts I'd look at Uncle Billy and I'd be like hey uncle do you want a haircut and now I'm balding oh yeah so like be careful what you wish for yeah you know careful sometimes the universe comes at you quick mm. so. nah yeah that, that, that's like girls in high school that called me fat and are now fat <laughs> nothing makes me happier <laughs> in the entire world Nothing brings me more joy. And they should all think about getting um, lip filler if they hadn't considered it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, as we mentioned earlier on the show, this week is Tongan Language Week. This year's theme means the Tongan language will be sustainable if used at home, church, and in the wider community. So, here is some slang to make you sound thicker this Tongan language week or Tongan language week actually I want to highlight that because I learned I only just learned this recently um, the word Tonga as a country mm-hmm. is a Tongan word Tongan as in the language Tongan is an English word oh. so you don't pronounce the D you don't say Tongan say you Tongan say Tongan. Tonga yeah Tonga is the place Tongan is the language you actually pronounce Tongan as English I didn't know that I just I, 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 I quite That's but it was the same in Samoan like we say Samoa is like it's like oh, oh, now now <laughs> now too many languages but we say like um, if you say like we don't say Sam like there's no Samoan word for I am Samoan you just say like I am Samoa essentially it's, it's yeah so just a note because people did call me out on TikTok like that about that, and I went and talked to a Tongan scholar, and they informed me that I was in fact wrong. So, <laughs> but without further ado, here are some great slang. All right, this is what the young people are saying. We reached out to youth around the Motu to figure out what is it that the Tongan youth are saying. And here we go, kicking off the list. A great one. Stay for fix. Stay for fix. That means to stay hard, G. It's like it's like. Stay strong. Like, it's like a, yeah. It's something you could say at the Warriors game after you've said, up the wars, yeah. and then you go, stay for fix. Yo. Also, stay hard. Don't lose them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I made that up. I actually don't know. No, that, it actually works in that, that context. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it does. Or like somebody's going into like, they're going up on stage to do something in front of a crowd. You're like, yo, stay for fix, G. Like, stay for fix. Yeah. Too tika. Too mean. Tika meaning like, cool, mean, like, tika. T's or D's, remember that, too thicker, too mean. 
Up next, my favorite on this list, Lele Hangoton. Run it straight. Run it straight, <laughs> G. Uh, and if you want to tell somebody, like you can say, like you can say it like that. You can be like, Lele Hangoton, like run it straight. Or you can add a bit on the end, so Lele Hangoton bit, like just run it straight. That bit means just. Up next, great one, Awapelu. Awapelu. Bellu. Never fold. Bellu. Yeah, there you go. Does that right? Never fold. Gee, never bellu, all Another right? Another thing you could say to the Warriors. Yeah. Uh, I'm just, you know, useful useful stuff in your everyday life. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. A favourite? Awa. Awa. Stop it. In that, in. So if you were like, like, say, like with my nephew, like he comes up and he bites me and I say, stop it. Awa. Awa, dogs. Awa. It's like, stop. But if you use it in the context of like someone's like, gee, I just got tickets to the Warriors game, and you go, oh, that's like saying like, mean. Yeah. And if you want to sound like, you know, an auntie on Facebook Live, you'd say, oh, wanna. Oh, wanna. Yeah, if you want to sound out of touch. I honestly, <laughs> I genuinely love New Zealand, just in general, how many aunties are on Facebook Live mm. on any given Friday night, mm. just walking around the room. Mm. I love it. I live for it. Yeah, it's uh, my auntie did it at my grandfather's unveiling. She went on Facebook Live. She went on Facebook Live. She's like, Auntie, <laughs> nephew, say hello. <laughs> I was like, oh, my little auntie. <laughs> well, happy Tongan Language Week. You can find their full list up on the Tahi's Instagram. And while you're there, give us a like, give us a follow. Stay up to date with everything Tahi. Syphilis, more like more because it's on the rise. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not funny. Syphilis. It's, it's very serious. serious. Or the syph, as you, if you want to call it that. Syphilis is on the rise in Tamaki Makoto, mm. um, and it's quite on like a big rise, not just a mm. little bit. So, in the last, in between twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two, the amount of um, confirmed syphilis cases in Tamaki Makoto has gone up by fifty percent. We were in lockdown, guys. How did this happen? Great question. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> according uh, according to um, Te Whatu Water Service Clinical Director of Sexual Health, uh, Jeannie Oliphant, uh, that actually remains unclear. They're not actually sure. Really? But she did say, and I quote, while lockdowns helped the, to prevent the spread of COVID-19, they didn't pr- prevent the spread of syphilis. What? Um, unfortunately... <laughs> But uh, she did say that part of that would be because during lockdown, obviously, people were using health services differently. Mm. So we're probably seeing a larger number just because people weren't testing in that Mm. time. But they were clearly busy doing something else. But syphilis Mm. is very serious. I know that it's funny to call it the syph, but it it is serious. It's a bacteria. It's bacterial infection and it can spread through your body's bloodstream and can cause you to become like really sick Mm. like long-term issues um if left untreated you can get late stage syphilis years after the original infection and it can damage your brain your heart your nerves your liver blood vessels your bones and if you're um, a person who's planning on giving birth at some time in your life that can cause serious complications to Mm. pregnancy and post-pregnancy so it is serious but it's very easy to treat Mm. It can be treated really, really easily with antibiotics. But the problem is it's hard to find it because over 50% of people that have syphilis have no symptoms Mm. and they just don't know. Mm. And then they're running around during the lockdown somehow passing it around without even knowing, which is really sad for everyone involved because no one even knew what was going on. So you're probably thinking, what do I do? You know, I've I, I've been out and about. Mm. I've been out. I've been to the clubs. I've been the viaduct even. Mm. You know, what are you going to do? Well, luckily for you, 
the news, the um, Auckland Sexual Health Centre website, um, you can now request a free syphilis test kit. Mm. Um, you also, though, if you do come mm. back positive from that mm. test, you do have to go get a blood test. Mm-hmm. But a lot of places do that for free. Mm. There's free STI screenings all around the city. If you literally type in free STI screening, mm. go on incognito mode if you need to, girl. No judgment. You'll find somewhere for free that can test you, give you a blood test, find out if you're one of the many people currently in uh, Tamaki Makoto who has syphilis, apparently. Thoughts? <laughs> Sorry, like it's a serious thing. Like, it's but like sincerely, you know, it it really speaks to how people don't understand that you really should be getting tested for uh, your sexual health. Oh, if you're out and about, just in general, mm. if you... you're active in any way, shape, or form, you should even if it, like it's once a year, you should be getting tested. Like, oh, it's 100%. really important. It's free. It's easy. No one knows it was you, and then you mm. just know. You don't have to like show anyone. Mm. Um. But even for syphilis, even like a, even the condom can't protect you from syphilis. Mm. It can you no can get it safe. from making out, and then you get like ulcers and stuff. You can Ooh. get ulcers in your tongue, in your mouth, on your genitalia, and in your booty hole. Like mm. you can, it could be really near. I would just get it checked out. It's free. Take you twenty minutes. Get the bus. You don't even have to ask someone for a ride. They don't have to know. It can be embarrassing, but if no one, if you don't tell anyone, then there's nothing to be embarrassed about because no one knows. Exactly. But it's all good. You I just think that we need we should be more worried about syphilis. That's why I brought this up. I'm like much more worried about a lot syphilis. of people. We need to watch out. You know what else happened in twenty twenty one? What? Uh an American production company came to Aotearoa to film Avatar. Mm. Oh, a coincidence. Convenient. Uh-huh. Oh. We were all busy swabbing our noses when we should have been swabbing our peckers. Mmm. 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 Um, yeah, welcome to the Tahi. Go get syphilis. <laughs> Go get tested. Just also, please. a hard word for me to say with the lisp. Syphilis. Syphilis. You know, I can't say statistics. No, but you know what? If you print, if you say that there's a T in, syph- in, in syphilis, then you'll get it right. Syphilis. No. <laughs> no, no, actually, no. What? I don't get no, it. No, I thought I thought your lisp would make it sound more like syphilis, because I thought, wait, which words do you? It's... Which letters do you? I'll, I'll say some words to you. Statistics. Statistically. Sausages. It's just a... Th- it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, so like lots of S's in a word. My boyfriend in high school actually used to make me say this sentence because he was a bully to me. I don't know mm. why I liked him so much. He was like, um, Sazza's sizzled sausages are as simple as statistically sound scissors. What would... All I heard was... Exactly. It's a nightmare. Syphilis. sorry, Evie. Syphilis. I'm very grateful to be joined on the show by our illustrious guest and former staff member. Please welcome. <laughs> should I use your government name or are we using your artist name? You know what? Whatever you feel best. I mean, uh, my artist... government name? Yeah, <laughs> your government. My government name. You might remember this voice. If you don't, this is Liam. So We are catching up with you as Atarangi. Oh. Just, like, I've never said your artist name out loud before no. today. Because I didn't let anyone say it when I was here. Yeah, and like, why would I? I'm not going to call you that. Yeah. You're asleep. I am Liam. We're catching up with you today for some of your work that you've got coming up this weekend, uh, opening up a incredible exhibition from the very talented Faf Swag. Uh, they have been a powerhouse, especially if you're young, brown, and from South Auckland, you've probably heard of them. They've been incredibly influential to a lot of people. But for those who don't know who Faf Swag is, how about you tell us a little bit about who they are? Uh, Fastwag 
as like I don't know I, I'm not a part of it so I can't speak to their whole history mm. but they basically uh, a Pacific Arts Collective that started in I want to say 2013 mm. born out of South Auckland just a big queer collective of um, Pacific Islanders I think there's a couple Maori people in there mm. um, that have kind of just pioneered a lot of what is now in the like mainstream I want to say in terms of ballroom art in general, as, like, a whole thing, um, Pacific Art. But decolonizing uh, traditionally white spaces um, to fit our bodies into them mm. and to kind of, not in the way of assimilation, but in the way of making them for us because they're on our land. And they've traveled all over the world. And the exhibition that they're opening up at the Margaret Art Centre, um, they took to Germany last year. Oh, so that's what they took, because I saw they were in, like, Berlin or something like that. Yeah, so they went over to, I think it was Kassel... Um, last year uh, for this huge it's one of the biggest art exhibitions in the world called Documenta 15 mm. and they took over this um, body of work called Alteration and I'm pretty sure it was 99% sure it's all archival Fafswag stuff oh wow um, along with um, my favourite piece from it was one that I actually got to see a couple of years back in Wellington called Atua mm. uh, made by um, Chaos Tanu and a couple others um, and it's like a um, AI sculpture piece um, that depicts the story of creation and Maori culture. And you oh, hold wow. up an iPad and there's a huge po, and you hold it up in front of it and there's like an AI, um, it's Tikore, oh, who like wow. floats around and tells the story of creation. Buzzy. It's really sick. Yeah. Um, and it's that's the first time that it's open to the public this weekend, along oh, with wow. a bunch of other archival stuff and I think like a couple short films that they've made mm. over the past couple of years. That's sick. I, I have always admired their work because it's creative in a way that I haven't seen it before. Yeah. And I think, too, somebody being outside of the community, I probably don't understand it as much, but you raise a good point. When I do look at a lot of mainstream... It, in the past, maybe less so today, but in the past, like, the queer identity on the mainstream, like, on television and in music, was predominantly white yeah. for, like, a very long time. Um, so I imagine they mean a lot to a lot of people in the community. I mean, what do they mean to you? See, so I and I want to say in 2017, 2016, I was, like, 15, 16 years old. Mm. They did an exhibition in my hometown. I'm from Napier, so small, small town vibes. Small town. Not small, small, but, like, you know, small enough for it to be close-minded. Um, called Code Switch, which was um, an accumulation of a few pieces of work, but the one that I remember the most, don't remember the name of it, for the life of me. It's showing this weekend. Go have a look at it. Um, <laughs> but um, it was a, a documentation of one of the Vogue balls in photos, and I like went and sat in front of it and bawled my eyes out because I was like, this is the first time I'm seeing people that are like me in this country mm. reflected in some kind of art that's not just on my iPhone. It's in front of me and that's how I know that it's real. Um, and I spent so many years wanting to be in those photos because I was like, that's where I need to be, you know. Mm. Where I needed to be, those photos were taken at Family Bar. So I don't think I needed <laughs> to be there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, within the space of um, cultural zeitgeist that Fastwag are contributing to mm. is one that I, or, or even created, is one that I always wanted to be in. So to, um, not only to call them my friends, which to me is still really crazy, because they are like a huge huge thing mm. but they're such an inspiration to me they kind of just like their work and kind of creating spaces for people like me and kind of doing the work for my generation because their generation never had this mm. 
was like the biggest inspiration ever. So all, all I've ever wanted to do is make them proud. That's special. Mm. And to have that opportunity, especially with this upcoming weekend too, yeah. eh, it's crazy. Because I like I knew they were special. I didn't realize how special until actually, I want to say it was like 2016, 2017. Um, a friend of mine, or actually my cousin, um, she's uh, Frankie from Frank Marie. Yeah. Um, she... I think she hit me up about like they were looking for young Samoans to be in this piece Tanu was particularly um and I went and I filmed it and I was just kind of like cool like I'm in mm. this good in this art piece but it wasn't until I like went to the showing yeah uh, it was in Titirangi like and sitting down and seeing the full body of work and with other people who knew who they were that I like had this great understanding of like oh wow like they're like yeah they're really this thing yeah and they're so they mean so much I mean my um my auntie Cindy of Samoa was someone who was just my auntie growing up and it wasn't until I was here and I got older and I met people from the queer community who were like Cindy's like this big inspiration mm. I sat down with her and I was like okay wow like there's such a this there's a whole world out there we can visit if we go yeah. outside you know like uh, I think yep. there's some incredible people out in the community and, and Fab Swag being one of them I mentioned that you have this special opportunity with them coming up this weekend yes. tell us a bit about this this is their anniversary exhibition yeah so it's their 10 year anniversary exhibition um, and I got a message while I was in Australia asking if I wanted to curate the after party which is kind of cool, because it kind of came out of nowhere. I, like, had been talking to them about just, like, having dinner and catching up. Mm. And then I woke up at, like, 3 o'clock in the afternoon after a show in Sydney. And they were like, do you want to do this thing, like, real casually? And I was like, in my room, and I was like, what did you... Ju- <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I saw how much I had to invoice. I was like, ah! Um, nah, it's, it's a really... Um, special opportunity to kind of contribute to not only that legacy but to closing a big chapter mm. for them so i it was hard because there were so many people that i could have put on that lineup mm. but the four djs i picked yeah i kind of have all been influenced by fastwork legacy at some point in time or or i found out about them through something fastwork i created oh wow so i don't know i'm really excited and I'm still, like, kind of... I didn't have time to process that. I kind of just, like, did it, sent them the names, that I was like, okay, go, let's go back to work. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's going to hit me till this weekend that that's, like, something that I got to do, mm. I guess. It's... I don't know. And that's a big full circle moment for you, too, Huge right? full like, circle yeah, moment. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, like, do you... I, I'm not trying to, like, ham it on you, but, like, does it make you nervous? Shit, yeah. 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 I don't know. It's it's a big... They could have reached out to anyone. Mm. And I'm still reasonable in in terms of where the scene sits at the moment and my place in DJing. I am still quite new. I am still pretty young in the scene compared to everyone else they could have asked. Yeah. But I guess I don't know. They trust me, mm. which is still something that I have to like get into my head. It's a special feeling that it's like these people who I grew up with mm. and who helped me realize who I am as a person and have did all this work for me mm. not knowing that like i don't know not knowing that i was particularly really really influenced by it mm. which i guess is the point asked me to you know do this thing for them that is gonna i think go down in their personal history is probably the biggest event in the country one of the biggest events in the country congratulations like i think i think you've worked really hard to thank you claim that space that you're in and this is just flowers you know what I mean? Like, this is... Big, big flowers. Yeah. This is you getting what you deserve and not, like, a threatening way. <laughs> <laughs> you get what you deserve, all right? <laughs> um, 
what is exactly happening this weekend for those who are listening to the podcast and might want to check it out? Uh, the exhibition is called Alteration, opens at the Market Arts Centre at 1pm on Saturday. This Saturday? This Saturday. Mm. And then the after party uh, is at the Market Bridge Tavern. From 7 to 1am. How good. The lineup is Diesel, Vicetti, AJ Honeysuckle, and Babyface Killer, and a performance by the House of Coven Aquan, hosted by Mistress Supreme, How the mother good. of the House of Coven. That's all going down this Saturday. Um, where can people keep up to date with you and some of the stuff you've got going on? Um, my Instagram is Atarangi with three A's. Um, so I think my SoundCloud is the same thing. I have a few c- upcoming shows that I actually got in trouble for talking about on Instagram, so I'm gonna <laughs> not talk about those, but I'm probably yep. gonna post about them next week. Nice. Um, apart from that, you can see me at Laneway. Been sitting among, on that one for among, a while. I'm among among a couple other places. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, others, uh, my festival. In and around the place in summer. I've never been to Laneway. I think I'll have to come this year. Yeah, Laneway's it's my is favorite Is it this festival. year or is it next year? Next Feb. Next Feb. Why shouldn't you do? Nah, thank you so much for your time. And, like, I, I really appreciate you sharing with us about something that was is so personal to you and so inspirational to you. Um, and congratulations on this opportunity you have. Congratulations to Fafswag. It's really cool to see them being celebrated, and I think to see new generations, young generations like yourself being celebrated within their celebrations is special. So yeah. congrats. Thank you. All right, we're getting back into the show. We're talking a little bit about politics recently, obviously the election, uh, but also <laughs> got me thinking, if I were the Prime Minister and they were like, we need to change the national anthem now, right mm-hmm. now. You need to pick a new one. I was like, what would I pick? And I started thinking about, like, what are the requirements for a good national anthem? It's like, it's got to be catchy. We've got to get the vibes going. People got to get down to it. People got to like it. Uh, we've got to be able to chant along, sing along, you know, as New Zealanders, we do like to do that sort of generally. And, yeah, people have to know it. Has to get has to feel good and support the teams. Uh, what song, if you were to replace the national anthem, you had to, you were forced, your hand was forced as the Prime Minister, what song are you choosing? Rua Kinana. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it might not go down so well with, like, Ngā Pui. Oh, yeah. It's a very tūhoi song. Mm-hmm. But in saying that, I think we can all get behind It Is Catchy. I it mean, is. yeah, I'm from Ngā Pui and I'm, like, jamming that song. Yeah. So. Told, my, told his people not to go to war, let the white man fight the white man's war. That is, that, nothing goes harder than yeah. that. Um, or what was that one I was saying before? I, I was mentioning um, 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 Brannigan Carr. Yeah, I can remember the. Mo thing. Mahara Noa Aho. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I can already hear his voice. Give us, yeah. give us a sing. No, I'm not singing. Come on. <laughs> Come on it goes like. So it's so. It goes hard. It's yeah, such yeah. a good record. Like, those would be my two picks. That's what I'm going for. Or like. Or. Actually, no, I want to hear your picks. i got another idea, though. Absolutely Poyer for me. Genuinely. Mm. Poyer. Like, mm. we all like it. Yeah. We all know it. Mm. It's feel good. Everyone gets down to it. Mm. It's really good vibes. People can get the poi out. I think yeah, that'll yeah. be good. And then, but also, even for people that maybe don't know the lyrics, we already all know what it sounds like. Yeah. So even for the first year, we're all kind of, na 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 by the oh, end of that year, we'll all get it. We'll mm. all know what it is. Mm. Everyone would love it. All the other countries would be so jealous. Like at the Olympics, they're singing their national anthem. Mm. And then we all come out and we're like, poor, yeah. Like, we're like killing it. Mm. That's that genuinely, I think, poor, should be our national anthem. You're so right about people knowing the sound of it, though. Like, I had a TDL class and they basically, our teacher wrote the lyrics to a song, didn't tell us what song it was. And she was like, guess the song. 
no one knew what the song was and it was literally poet because she didn't write the words poet she didn't get those lyrics into it and then she started singing it and we were like yes we all know that song but yeah we know what it sounds like but yeah we know the main lyrics poet poet yeah key key part key part shout out party at maori club i'm on that on that maori white like boat as well when it comes to national anthems, I reckon Tutira, Tutira Manga Iwi is yep. a good one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, where? It's about yep. bringing people together. That's how it's I actually perfect. found some New Zealanders when I was in Samoa oh, yeah. last because yeah. I heard them singing it at the bar and I was just like, oh my God, <laughs> Kiwis. <laughs> like, we love that one, eh? And they're like the whitest dudes out and I was just like, get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We love yeah. that one. That's I, a really good pick, actually. I'm just throwing into the ring that a great way we could decide on it is we all go to Mount Eden Stadium for an All Blacks versus, I don't know, Springboks game, and the DJ just plays a couple songs, and we see what the crowd sings loudest. Yeah. That's a really and good that's idea. that's how we decide, because that, to me, is the ultimate... Because there's songs... There are songs that breach cultural divides. Mm-hmm. There are songs that just, like... It brings unity across the races, and I feel like there'd be peace on Earth yeah. if we had a better national anthem. I agree. Because it's kind of... The te- like the Tereo part of the national anthem it goes hard and then you get to the English part and it just sounds flat dude I mean I we know, gotta do it like... twice I think by the time you're on the second one mm. you're like okay like you know like yeah. it, like you could shorten it just to the chorus of Poya maybe mm. um, there's also anything that goes like, da, 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 mm, da, 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 da. Stan Walker's little black box the little oh black, black box, box. Yeah, somewhere in the ocean yeah. you know what? if we did do that go to Mount Eden Stadium I reckon the least loudest song, the quietest one, will be the current national anthem. Probably. Out of the songs we've mentioned, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get Stan my, Walker in that mix, people singing along. Oh, yeah, yeah. One of my favourite things is like grandstanding white saviours who don't sing the English part of the national anthem and they just like, they like stand there and they're just like, I'm not singing that. Yeah. I think it's really funny because I'm just like, <laughs> okay, we get it, you're an L. Oh, I just okay, be singing, man. Like... I'll, I'll take any excuse to <laughs> sing. I love to sing. But uh, yeah, now, nah, like a more fun song maybe, something we could do some choreo to even. Choreo, why not? Because every other nation has like gang. Like you know what? I know, I know the song just sounds racist, but um, uh, the star bearing oh star spangled banner. Yes, pretty cool song. Cause hard. I mean, it's a little cult like how they sing it in class and stuff like that. I thought that was a little weird. Was like when I was in American Samoa and we started every day by saluting or hand on heart singing the national anthem in class. I was like, I like as a kid from New Zealand, I was looking around the class. I was like, you guys okay? You guys good? I was like, what's happening? Like, everyone's like, like, like the bell rang and then everyone stood up and was just like, Poor, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah see, like, you can, that, that would be cool though. You start yeah. your day, you go to school, all your friends are there and you just do a bit of a, bit of poor in the morning. Yeah, I like it. I think that would actually be really good. Or we could go another way with it and we could get like Stan Walker, um, Dave Dobbin, uh, Rob Ruha, mm. get them all in the room together. Troy King, he's definitely there. Who's the guy that won, um... Uh, Fenua Patuai. Oh. That was not where I was going with that question. <laughs> no, who's the guy that won um, uh, New Zealand Idol? Ben Lummis? Ben, ben Lummis, and who was the other guy? He's the one who won. <laughs> I only remember Ben Lummis. And, and oh, go, Benny Tiffany came third. Yeah. I knew Michael him. Murphy. Michael Murphy. Michael Murphy! He won New Zealand Idol, we don't remember. We'll get him, him in the like... mix. They all write a song together. We get, like, you know, Dame Hinawehi Moyes in there. Mm. They write us a new song, and it happens to sound a bit mm. like Poi, yeah, so what? Like, I think that would work really well. Yeah, yeah. Kimbra can help. 
Lady Six feature. In Lady there. Six, a Radna yeah. girl. Like we oh, could just yeah. get all the New Zealand iconic musicians. Do you remember like uh, the, how they used to do the like We Are the World? Yes, <laughs> but that's our national anthem. It's just like everyone sings a little part. Like I love that. Like oh, do you remember? Sorry, before because we're running out of time. We're getting into our outro at the moment. Um, do you remember at the beginning of COVID nineteen and all the celebrities sung that song? Imagine, imagine that was imagine the... all the people. Did you see that? Was it with? But it was all like on Zoom screen. You know, yeah, it was, it was all on their phone, on their phone and yeah, it was yeah. like imagine all the people. Yeah. Like, and but... they're like in my mansion. Yeah, like in like in their superman. Like there's like some health worker at a hospital going like, what am I gonna do? And there's Gal Gadot. Yeah, being like it's gonna imagine be. It's like all... when Ellen had that video and she's in her like beautiful um, like compound of yeah. a home and she's like it's like being in prison yeah. and I was like I don't know that it is that was, girl that was my favourite thing um, when um, oh now I'm forgetting his name Stephen Adams was getting interviewed about the NBA bubble because all the NBA players had to go to Disney World mm-hmm. and stay in this bubble for oh, the I've NBA and they were like um, they were like how, how do you find the bubble and he was like this ain't Syria mate yeah, yeah, <laughs> just yeah. like this is the it's fine. Like we're, we're not in Syria, mate. We're 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 at Disney. We're, we're in five star accommodation. It was the fun because I think that was like LeBron and they were like complaining about. They it. were whinging. Like, yeah, yeah, Stephen Adams gave the most grounded answer you could possibly get. I kind of miss COVID times. Like things were just simpler. Oh, you know? I do not. I lost my freaking mind. That I'm first, still mentally recovering from that big ass long lockdown. That first I went real two crazy. Weeks where everyone was doing push up challenges. Oh, and I got like on that. that buzz. And then like, did you do it? Yeah. Yes. I, I couldn't do push ups until lockdown. And oh, everyone God. was like filming <laughs> their cool. push ups and stuff. And then by like week two, everyone was just like, like they like they've got weird haircuts. Everyone's cutting their own hair. People are like, I floored a man at the gas station for a bag of flour. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go to the supermarket. There's no onions. You have like a stare down with the lady who's got the last yeah. onion. Yeah. Um, I remember waiting in lines of supermarket for like three and a half hours, mm. and there were no onions. Mm. That was the that was. I watched my favorite panic shop I ever saw was a guy coming out of Countdown. This is so I the lockdown got announced. I was finishing work. I was like, I need food because I was working through. I was like, I need to go to the supermarket to get lunch. And I went there as everyone was arriving to panic shop, and one guy just walked out. I'm not even kidding. Thirty bottles of Sprite Zero, and like maybe like two whole boxes of uh, Whitaker's like milk chocolate oh, yeah. bars, and that was all. There was there was no. It wasn't like also like oh yeah, and some deodorant. Like he was just like Mads was gonna for, play League of Legends I came nonstop. For two no, this was a sixty year old Samoan man. He I know, could have been I playing League of Legends. Him, I was like, what is going on? <laughs> and he was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's all the time we got for today's show. Thank you so much for tuning on in. Happy Tongan Language Week. Uh, next week, Tebukyo Te Reo Māori. We've got some incredible celebrations for you, some cool, exciting stuff on the way. Um, any last words before we wrap things up, ladies? How do you say bye in, tong- in Tongan? I actually don't know. Okay. Like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you say to the- Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I, we- I think it would... Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know. Yeah, actually, I've never... I'm sure I'm gonna hear it, and I'm gonna be like, "That's right." I It'll knew be that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. In someone you'd just say like, "Fa." Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So give it a shot. Fa. Q. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> Take us away, Evie. See you next Tuesday, Car Keats. <laughs>